If you see something, say something. At Reply, weird things come with any weird story you find on the web, and you can help make weirdthings.com even weirder. This episode of Weird Things is brought to you by Scam School Book One, available right now. Folks, it's the compilation of over 80 tricks from the popular web series Scam School, starring Weird Things host Brian Brushwood. The material is from over 200 episodes. There's audio commentary on every trick, over 35 video demonstrations, and it's laid out beautifully. It's absolutely the future of instructional ebooks. You need to see it to believe it. Get all the information at Scam schoolbook.com and by Andrew Maine's Angel Killer the brand new thriller novella available for only a dollar in front of security cameras a tourist vanishes from the top of the Empire State Building and mysteriously falls to her death moments later in Times Square a young girl dies crawling out of her own grave after having been declared dead a year earlier on Fort Lauderdale Beach, a missing World War II airman and his aircraft show up as if he only died hours before. They call the mysterious man behind these unnatural events the Warlock. To some, he's a messenger of a modern age of miracles. But to Jessica Blackwood, FBI agent and daughter of a legendary magic family, the Warlock is a trickster and a murderer, and she's the only one who can see through his deceptions. If you'd like to hear the prologue to the Angel Killer, just listen to the end of this podcast. Bandwidth for the Weird Things podcast provided by Wired Tree. For sites of any size and world-class customer service, head on over to wiredtree.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to a live recording of Weird Things. I'm Andrew Maine, joined by my fellow purveyors of the weird, Mr. Brian Bri Bri Brushwood. That's uh, four B's if you're keeping track at home. Right. Mr. Justin Robert, as we like to say, J-Ro Young. <laughs> I like J-Ro. Can I start calling you J-Ro? Oh, my God. Uh, I, only if I start calling you B4, Brian. You can call me B4 if I can call you J-Ro. There we go. B4. Uh, I'll tell you what. And, 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 Andrew, this is not going to be a special thing. Normally, when we've done live recordings and streamed, it, it's just it's a special thing. But I think uh, we have a little bit of a, an, an announcement in terms of the frequency of this podcast. This is sort of like we awkwardly kneel under an oak tree and pull out a promise ring. Like, not I, actually I, proposing marriage, but just saying, hey, I promise that I really like you and maybe something's going to happen. I I think I think it will be a special thing. Every Monday, it'll be special. Yeah. <laughs> and the way we're going to uh, do it, because, you know, we're men of adventure. We have, you know, we have schedules that take us everywhere. We'll, we'll bring... Fine, and I do. Um, <laughs> I think that you know, in the event that one of us can't make it, like you know, we'll have we'll bring in a co-host or something, or you know, just let the two mano y mano go off on each other. All right, I like that. That's yeah. I mean, that may be a violation yeah. of the Justin TV terms of service, but I'm sure we can work out something. <laughs> Girl can't even hold up a sonic screwdriver on Justin TV. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so, um, guys, uh, we're ready to get this going. Uh, I'm pissed. I'm angry. I'm so, mad. Why? I'm Be- mad at you two. Oh, I thought you were mad because you like just found out that Tony Stark wasn't a real person or something. Yeah, I thought you were mad because Elon Musk hasn't returned your Valentine request. <laughs> Let's not get into that. <laughs> Gentlemen, um, I'm mad at you two. And, what? Uh, there's a topic I brought up before. And, and when I brought this up, I imagined that I was only very shortly going to probably have Angelina Jolie play me in a movie, you know, to talk about my cause. I mean, don't ask. She's just that good of an actress. She could pull it off. She is. Um, Plus, you are, have a very ladylike look about you. All right. You have the same jawline. You have Stop. the same facial hair. <laughs> cut it. Okay. That's kind of basically true. All right. <laughs> Listen, uh, I uh, I love the ladies. Uh let's, Let's not, you know, take this down a path we don't need to. Something um, else you share in common with Angelina. <laughs> <laughs> so back to why you're mad at us. Livy Wild, if you're listening, don't <laughs> listen to them. Um, anyhow, I digress. My point is I've been very passionate about this cause, and it really hasn't caught on. And I'm upset. And I'm upset with you two because you guys have a platform. You could be you could be out there like Sting talking about, you know, like starving children Tantric or something. sex. That so, yeah, don't mix the two. That'd be bad. <laughs> My point is, uh, uh, I'm upset, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna read a story to you, okay? And I'm, I envision maybe making some late night infomercials for this cause, okay? I'm gonna okay. like wander through a village, the camera pleading this case, trying to explain what's going on. Sure. And sure. Uh, so, all right. I'm not going to tell you what. I'm going to put it blank because I'm upset with you guys that you haven't picked up on this and really been using your platforms to talk about this more. And I'm just going to see how insensitive you are to this important issue. All right. Fair enough? Yeah, sure. It it doesn't matter if it's fair. I'm making the rules. So I'm going to leave out some critical information here because I think you should be compassionate and understand what's going on. Okay? Two schools have temporarily closed and nurses are threatening to abandon a clinic over claims something are terrorizing the staff. So is this is uh this is uh every time you get to that something just say redacted. Just tell the whole story yeah, redacted, but whenever you I'm get to it say like... redacted. Yeah. Seven teachers fled a primary school and I'm not going to give the names and then a uh, another school but after redacted allegedly helped themselves to teachers groceries and romped with female teachers who woke up to find themselves naked and in their underwear hanging from the windows. Their underwear's hanging, not them. They weren't in their underwear hanging oh, from the windows. Okay, like, oh, okay. I was, I was very confused a for a second. poorly constructed, Sorry. yet evocative. I'm very emotionally sense. caught up in this. All right, may I continue? Sorry, yes. At another school, a primary school, teachers fled after a local villager stormed the school with two self-styled prophets to conduct a cleansing ceremony over claims a teacher was keeping redacted, which had caused nine pupils to fall ill. Meanwhile, at a clinic, the local chief has launched a desperate plea for help after nurses threatened to quit the local clinic, complaining of sexual molestation by redacted. So the educational director confirming the closure of one of the school insisted the local community should get rid of redacted before teachers can return to the school, which enrolls 240 pupils. This is an issue the community should handle because we cannot deal with it as a ministry. Teachers have the right to stay in a safe place, and the community should address the problem first, she told the newspaper. 
Local villager told how life would become a living hell for teachers. The final straw, I said, came when the redacted threatened to beat up staff. And by the way, this was all caps in the article. All caps. Okay. There is chaos there. Redacted have been terrorizing the teachers in the past weeks. The teachers could not bear it any longer. And last week, the whole staff left the school, quoted an unnamed villager. He added, female teachers were the most effective as they were sexually abused by the redacted. We've heard stories that the teachers would wake up in the morning, only discover that they were naked and their garments would be hanging on the windows. Again, bears bringing up twice in the article. The male teachers were also affected as the redacted would take their food, including mealy meal and meat. As it is, there was no one at the school. Last week, the situation was worse because the redacted were threatening to beat up the teachers. And Wednesday, villagers besieged a local school following allegations that one of the teachers kept a redacted. Irate parents, irate parents stormed the primary school in search of said redacted and is accused of causing mysterious illnesses. Um, I could go on, but it's basically get, do, more the same. Do, do we at least get to know what publication this was in? Because that, that would give us a pretty substantial clue. I mean, it's we know what it's in. It's <laughs> It's definitely Pravda, is it? It's of course it's Pravda. <laughs> Yet it is not Pravda. It's not? No, it's not Pravda. Let me put you this. I am aware this is a growing crisis and, and concerned that I am, the, the world citizen that I am. By the way, I will be lecturing in Italy coming up in a week. That'll be the San Vincent uh, Magic Festival. I'll be there. And then I'll be in Israel for this Society of Israeli Magicians, just in case you want to see it. Anyhow, as the world citizen that I am... <laughs> And he is. I, I am very concerned by this. And like I said, I, I think this merits a movie, you know, me, you know, trying to wake up the world to this, bringing in the U.N. and this crisis. Uh, there are so you're, you're saying you're saying accounts. you could be the uh, the 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 redacted 2012 guy. You could do your own Coney video and then <laughs> just be drawing attention to whatever this problem is. This is good. That's the most awesome idea ever. <laughs> All right, but here we go. We, we, me and Brian need to figure this out. No, to, I, I already got it. We're your target audience, Andrew. You know, like we're we're just a bunch of dullards sitting in front of the computer oh, waiting right. to be enlightened. No, they don't come any dullard than you dullards. No, no. <laughs> we're the, we're the not, dullest. Not any more duller than uh, B4 and J-Row. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm going to – my, my gut my, – my, my, my gut says this sounds like gremlins. But I think it's goblins. No, it's the ghost of Captain Lou Albano. He's dead? Sure. I'm pretty sure he's dead. His career's dead. Oh, all right. (laughs) Pick on the captain. Brian, is is this how you're going to treat this tragedy? No, I'm not. Um, It's the ghost of Cindy Lauper's career. No, uh, I I got... um, uh, you can't get out of WrestleMania too. I, 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 for some reason, it's a magical time in the mid '80s that I just want to live in. I want to go back there all the time. Um, so yeah, yeah, I, it's got to be. I'm gonna say trolls. This is a troll. It's a troll because it's a troll. So you think we should get we should, we, we, should, we should get the troll lo 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 guy to sing like a sad version of the song at the benefit that Andrew holds? Like, yeah, <laughs> it's just yeah. a single spotlight. Troll lo lo lo. La, la, la. I like to think he'd more be like kind of a, a jazzy swing version, like uh, like he's doing like a, a cheesy lounge version of of it. With well, no, that's how it starts. It. it starts with the single spotlight, and then it's like like one, two, three, four. 
My people are dying, Senator. All right. All right. So is that a no on goblins? It's got to be trolls. I want to... I want to get out further. What did you say? Were you saying gremlins or goblins? You gave me two guesses there. No, I said my, my, my initial instinct is gremlins. I think it's goblins. I think we're dealing with right, a goblin fine, infestation an problem. Uh, what, you want, I mean, my, it's, it's trolls. This thing's got troll, troll right, written troll. all over it. None of you, none of you, I noticed none of you said ghosts. Um, no, I guess also, can I guess meth? Is that, is that one still free? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to, I'd like to amend mine to meth. All right. Would you, are you ready? And it's happening in Portland. Like, it's not even so far flung part of the world. They refer to Portland. This is what I'm up against. Listeners, I want you to understand. I'm trying to bring everybody's attention to this. This is what I have to deal with, okay? All right, all right, all right. All right. We, let's, Justin, let's go you of all people, did you know you, in fact, are 200% right? What? Yes! He was goblins that are also referred to as gremlins. Yes! Yes! Ladies and gentlemen, we have another goblin outbreak. And I'm like going, okay, we found that one story a couple weeks ago about goblins, right? Yeah. Yep. Goblins attacking the village, a family and all that, and like trying to knock up the girls. And I'm thinking like well, that, maybe that was, that one was where, where they raised the goblin tool. and then the goblin went rogue, right? Yeah, rogue goblin. Okay. Yeah. And I'm thinking, all right, it's a one-time thing. And then I find this story and then I do a search and I find half a million entries about the goblin outbreak in Zimbabwe. A goblin isn't like uh, like a, a a code for a venereal disease or anything. We're, they're talking about actual goblins. No, Brian, that is so Western arrogant. <laughs> wow, that is so. Wow. I can't believe you'd even say that before. That's our word. Goblins is our word. You don't get the. He's call also not goblins. referring to to Tyler the Creator's breakout album. So let me just read like the first couple paragraphs to you, and then let's see how this feels. Okay. Two schools are temporarily closed, and nurses are threatening to abandon a clinic over claims goblins are terrorizing the staff. Seven teachers fled the school after the gremlins allegedly helped themselves to teachers' groceries and romped the female teachers who woke up to find themselves naked in their in their underwear hanging from the windows. Okay, okay, can we can we get a real quick can we draw a circle real quick around romp? Like, what is what is a romp against one's will? I believe that's called rape. <laughs> Maybe they misspelled. Maybe they. I'd like to see that defense. Like, Your Honor, come on. This this was more like a romp. All right. Here's, here's the, what I want the, the, you to do, the right? goblin in uh, a suit <laughs> with his with his hair slicked Zimbabwe back. Goblins, you get four hundred and ninety nine thousand results. Okay. Wow. And it's all accounts coming from Zimbabwe in this case of goblins and you go like okay maybe maybe they mean baboons and then you read an article and they talk about you know it, it starts Local talking baboons about how are mystical creatures you know and they how they shape shift and if baboons can do that we're screwed uh well yes i will agree that if baboons can shape shift we are in a lot of trouble in fact Maybe that's the surprise uh, plot to the Avengers, is we find out that so many people in society are actually what baboons. This is viral marketing. Yes, it is. They, they actually have genetically engineered baboons, so that, that uh, it gooses the profits, because they're like, see, it could happen here. Dude, if the Avengers opens with a bunch of shape-shifting baboons outside of Bruce Banner's hut in Zimbabwe, <laughs> I am going to flip my balls. It's going to be amazing. 
So uh, uh, let me uh, let me give you the closing uh, quote here, okay? And then Go see ahead. if you guys are laughing it up then. Well, no, I, I want to know how we can help if this. If the problem I mean, is not the solved, solution. quote, the nurses will go because no one would dare stay where creatures suck her breasts and sexually abuse her. Okay, now— th- What I'm, a romp! <laughs> I'm telling you, goblins is like a code word for horny 14-year-olds. That's like what they call them locally. Maybe goblins is like a street gang of thugs. Who'd be like, hey man, let's go for a romp? <laughs> it's it's a clockwork orange in in the bush out back. Yo, you see Stacy? I wanna romp her like a mom. <laughs> man, we was just romping. Then his dad busted his dad. <laughs> so alright, well here, Andrew, listen, this is you don't wanna be like the Conan 2012 guy. Uh, you don't want to just give us a bunch Surrounding of BS, myself with uh, you know, people, how we how right. we fix it. You gotta tell us how we how we fix this. Okay, well, there are, they tried some solutions here, okay? Um, okay. So the villagers returned with some profits, okay? They brought in some profits to go help out, because that's what you do. And uh, when the police responded, right in the middle of the room was a blanket, and upon unwrapping it, they found a cat. The owner of the house confessed ignorance of said cat and accused the mob of planting in his house as proof that he was a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, they see a cat, they immediately think it's a familiar? Well, they think that there's wizards... And, you know, witches at play here, and they had a suspect because the prophet said, you know, we think the prophet's named one guy said, he's what's doing it. He's the one calling in. The prophet said, listen, this witch is doing it. And they found a cat in a blanket, which case closed. (laughs) He goes up to the guy's house. He's like, listen, Jerry, we know you're a wizard (laughs) and you're causing this goblin problem. And he's like, what are you talking about? I have no. I have no brew. You have no brew. He's like, well, Jerry, if you're not a wizard, then what is this cat doing here? <laughs> it's uh, uh okay. For, for, for a final uh, insight, uh, Bonnie, the invisible wife, just walked into studio. Can we, can we get her opinion on how to deal with the goblin menace? Absolutely. All right. You got a mic there, Bon? Hello. There we go. Hello. Uh, Bonnie, uh, do you need to be caught up to speed? Yeah. Yes, I, I don't know anything about a goblin menace, but I except that well, goblins can be menacing. I've I've brought this up before on the podcast, and we've gotten absolutely no attention from either of these two people because they're they don't care. It's 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 a third world problem to them. But there is an <laughs> epidemic of goblin attacks, goblin <laughs> rape going on in there, Zimbabwe. It's, just, it's a goblin romp. Come on. Don't don't blow oh, this yeah, out sure. of proportion. They did the goblin romp. <laughs> you invited that goblin romp. Okay. So is there more than one goblin at a time during this romp? Or is this like a, Allegedly, a gang quite a few. goblin romp? Or is it... <laughs> Apparently, we're all amused by this. Apparently, teachers don't want to work at the school anymore because they're tired of having their breasts nibbled on by goblins. I want to tell our teachers here: Have you ever breastfed? Because you have it easy. Yeah. (laughs) Right now, Wisconsin is having a big, you know, recall election. I think the governor there needs to get on the microphone and be like, "Listen, start reading some of this." Like, hey, how many goblin attacks have we had here while I've been governor? Puts a giant. Welcome to Wenaki, Wisconsin. 83 baby <laughs> Wisconsin <laughs> This is it's so absurd I keep trying to figure out like am I not getting a word is it a code word like Brian maybe, point out for something else and it's not it's goblins Maybe goblins just means like toddlers May, is goblins the local word for toddlers cuz that would explain the suckling. And what are wizards Brian are there jedi living there that they don't understand Wizards maybe and those And what are wizard cats Brian <laughs> 
Explain I, the kitty cat who's the best friend to the wizard. I think it's cats that wear hats. Pointy so hats you want to talk cats. about a homeowner association crisis. A man faces eviction from a Bulawayo neighborhood over claims his goblins are raping his neighbors. Why? <laughs> Romping. It's just, just, they're just goblining. Just doing, just rolling how goblins roll. We're just romping. <laughs> we're just, we're just he romping. admitted to buying five of the nocturnal creatures. Wait, wait. No. <laughs> There's a goblin trade as well. Are you kidding me? He says wait, he wait. says he lives in a working class well, in a working that would class make him of, like a Tumbe suburb says far from bringing him riches the goblins made him his life hell they constantly raped his wife they terrorized the neighborhood they brought disease and caused accidents to compound his troubles he says the medicine man who sold him the gremlins has since died <laughs> okay uh, all right well listen in this guy's defense number 1 if you bought 4 you got the fifth free so yeah. there's, there's that. It was part Number of their two. Goblin Palooza marketing strategy. <laughs> you know, and here, Bonnie, let me let me ask you this: as as the only uh, since you and Brian uh, are have been you know wedded for for many years, obviously there's you know some sacrifices you have to make uh, you know in in raising a household and staying happily married. You know, where would you rank? being consistently raped by a goblin pet of Brian's <laughs> on uh, the scale of things you've been mad at him about. Well, you know, I remember, I remember them saying, okay, uh, for better, for worse, for sicker, for richer. <laughs> for raping or, and romping. Yeah, for being romped by the goblins that he brings home one night on a drunken stupor. <laughs> I, I don't, I, you know, I, I might have to take that issue. I, I, I don't think we'd ever get divorced. I just wouldn't leave in the same house with him as long as he had the, the goblins. How's that? I like how, how that's like that's like a problem. Like they keep pooping on the carpet. Like the yeah. wife's like, listen, I'm getting raped every yeah. night by these goblins. <laughs> and he's like, don't worry, I'll, I'll train them. I'll take them to an obedience goblin <laughs> officer school. I don't know. Maybe we I thought it was like a fantasy of hers or something. And it just oh, uh, do we have a description? <laughs> So the, uh, the wife, Margaret, tells the news day, uh, newspaper that one of the goblins walks like a goat, while the other descriptions include one looking like an owl and another which is a human-like creature. They said they had managed to kill three of the five goblins during an exorcism ceremony, but the two remaining were making his home uninhabitable. Now right. neighbors are also turning the heat. They gather outside his home Monday demanding he leaves the neighborhood. This is this is like this is a bunch of like I don't think that word means what you think it means. Like it's not an exorcism if you're killing live creatures. Like that's that's a hunting expedition. Right. And if it looks like a goat, it's probably a goat. That's what I would Or think. what about the owl, the human-like one? <laughs> I am seeking assistance for the removal or destruction of these goblins because now it affects our daily lives. It's such that we cannot live in our house. I urinate blood every time and it has sex with my, my wife every time. <laughs> Come oh, on. my goodness. What is going on? His wife, Margaret, little... said, it walks like a goat, and when it has sex with me, I often feel tired and spit blood. <laughs> One day, my bag was mysteriously increasing in size, and we called the Gawkway Prophet to cleanse our homestead. Wait, what was increasing in size? Her bag. Like, <laughs> is that a part of <laughs> <laughs> to go get a mr pib from his fridge and next thing you know one of the goblins runs up and just rabbit punches him right in the kidney and goes i'm gonna go bang your old lady <laughs> and then scampers off 
Get, get, let me get to how what? they try to fix this, okay? What? Where are you so again, reading one this? goblin looked like an owl. The prophet we brought from Gawkway also removed two snakes and a human-like creature, which we, which when ripped apart, contained a picture of our son. Wait a minute, wait, oh. a human-like creature? And then the first thing they think of is like, let's tear it apart alive right. and see what's inside. That is way better than a fortune cookie. <laughs> now, do they still have a son? I don't know. Maybe maybe um, it was their son. I know. That's what I'm a little worried about. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll tell you what, though. Hey, listen, Brian and Andrew, as magicians, that's one hell of a revelation. <laughs> that's a yeah. great. That's a, that's the kicker ending to an ambitious photo routine. It just oh. it's the great about this article is they have the bullet points like the news you can use. Constantly raped his wife. Terrorized his neighbor's wives. Brought disease and caused accidents. What I love, what I love, is that none of those items, like the fourth item, needed to be. Also, did we mention it's a goblin? Like, yeah. Oh yeah. You know. Uh, well, I, listen. I find it really surprising that there's two crazy people in one household. Like, are they smoking goblin crack and then having these hallucinations, or you know? Maybe there's an actual goblin problem. Again, this is an America first viewpoint. Andrew, I'm with you. Oh, okay. Nobody wants to open their eyes to this international <laughs> problem. Uh, so you think this is like our economic imperialism at work, that we're just, you know, sitting on our goblin free high horse, you know, claiming, you know, we're rich with ghosts, goblin free since 83 and just printing money left and right. And uh, meanwhile, we just refuse to acknowledge their problem. I think it's an example of our imperialistic Western science, which is not attuned to more naturalistic ways. People who understand the land and nature and goblins. <laughs> well, listen, uh, I'll tell you what. I think that there's only one way that we can continue to keep. Uh, and now that we're doing this weekly, we can keep a, a watch on this. But uh, do me a favor, everybody. Uh, at reply, weird things come on Twitter. Hashtag Goblin Watch if you find more goblin stories or if you would like oh, to give us illustrations based on the descriptions. We need uh, we need some kind of musical stinger for Goblin Watch. Goblin oh, Watch. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's be a Twitch show this week in Goblins. This week in Goblins. <laughs> it's a whole so, Leo, we know there's some space on the slot. There's some time open. We have a great idea for a show. Oh, I'm sure sponsors oh. are just ready. <laughs> Sure. Well, if we get 50,000 hits on it, uh, we won't get romped. We know that. See, hold on here. I just found it on uh, on YouTube. We, we, we could go like this where it's just like Goblin Watch. We go now on the scene at Goblin Central in Are we Zimbabwe. Like the, the Goblin Newsroom or something. Exactly. Exactly. We need to, we need to actually like have a correspondent. Over a map. Latest goblin outbreak. Chip Green's <laughs> on the scene for I Goblin see, Watch. I want to see people uh, interviewing out, uh, you know, live on the scene. How big is your bag today? Is it getting bigger? <laughs> <laughs> Can you show us how big your bag is now that the goblins have moved? <laughs> show us your bag. Yes. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, well, let's here, here we go. Let me do a break here. Yeah, we do have. Uh, we're gonna do the the Man. reads live now that we're gonna do these weekly, uh, folks. Of course, if you'd like to sponsor the show, you always can. Weirdthings.com/slash sponsor. And this one comes in from Justin Frazier, who says, "Say whatever you like and promote whatever products from the hosts uh, that you wish, which you'll do anyway. But I want to reward you for doing an enjoyable podcast. So I'll take the time to mention that Andrew Maine's Angel Killer is available on Amazon, and Brian Brushwood's Scam School Book One." 
is also available for you to download. Thank you, Justin, for supporting Weird Things. Scamschoolbook.com. All right, here's we're going to try a little different game here. Ready? Yeah. Go ahead. Finally. I'm going to start the story off, okay? And then I'm going to throw a character to Justin, and I'm going to tell him a little... I'm going to text him a little piece of critical information. <laughs> oh, I like this. Okay. There's a, uh, a, a missing MacGuffin. Okay. Uh, so, Brian. Hmm. I want you to... You're sitting there at home. Yes. Phone rings. Mm-hmm. Bring, bring. That's uh, you're good. Uh, hello. Thank you. Thank you for answering the phone. <laughs> May I, may I speak with Brian Brushwood, please? Uh, yes, this is he. Are you about to make me any kind of offer? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, we can't take phone solicitations. The, the offer is, if you don't get down to the principal's office right now to explain why Millicent Brushwood has done what she's done, then... This is frighteningly uh, close to our out. reality. This, this is, is not our nightmare. <laughs> it's not funny when we've actually gotten this call, and it went pretty for, much for exactly Millicent. like that. Yeah, no, Millicent, Millicent may have thrown shoes at children and teachers the other day and then left the school building to hide. <laughs> well, you get a hide. What better place than outside the school? <laughs> she, the teacher only found her by hearing her sobs. <laughs> That's actually not an exaggeration or a joke. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, uh, a little too. Maybe she's just a really big cruise jet fan. <laughs> we'll use this as an example of, hey, it could be worse. Okay, yes. So you're in the principal's office. <laughs> yeah, yes. We're the ones getting a talking yeah, to for being bad you, parents. Okay? All right, I'm okay, the principal. I can, in a moment, Justin will take over for me. Okay. Uh, uh, you realize we can't take her on any more field trips. This is unacceptable. Well, what did she do? Just, just let us know. Listen, playing, playing ignorance when everybody knows what happened isn't going to help, and it's more proof of how disaffected parents you are. Did, and frankly, uh, we're outraged. You wouldn't believe the calls we've been getting from tourism board, from environmental groups, from just about everybody's very upset by what happened here. This sounds like and, the beginning to uh, the increasingly poor decisions of Todd Margaret, where you're just reading <laughs> off. All of the violations. And we, I'm just way curious to hear the story now. And frankly, uh, yeah, you know, sure, nobody got hurt. But we don't know that yet, all right? Um, I'm going to let Justin Winnell take over for the principal. Well, uh, excuse me. Enter superintendent. <laughs> oh, see, I love yes. it. Justin knows I'm how so to... upset with you. I can't even handle this. <laughs> Justin is take so over, smart because he doesn't come in as like the science teacher or the phys ed guy. He just immediately says he's the superintendent. <laughs> so, all right. Go, yes, superintendent Chalmers. A smutty nose, please. <laughs> smutty nose. Okay. Superintendent's. Muddy nose is my name. <laughs> Superintendenting is my game. And you need to answer for what your daughter Millicent has been doing on school grounds. You would not believe how close we this came from. This. this was on a field trip. This is on a field trip. <laughs> not school, but it's classified as school grounds for insurance purposes. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like a Catholic church, right? It's like wherever the wherever teachers the are school. is school Do grounds. Do you have any idea how close this went to going national? We could have had 24-hour news. Uh, Geraldo Rivera poking into our business. Um, uh, we're sorry? Mike, I just, I just want to say that 
You guys aren't meeting the needs of my child. Yeah, and... she's got Millicent yeah. has food allergies. <laughs> <laughs> Where did she even learn how to do that? I mean, granted, it takes balance. You know, and, and certainly it demonstrates a bit of a connection she has to certain natural living things. But it absolutely set a horrible example for the rest of the kids. And no matter how impressive, it's worse because it's impressive. Uh. Did she have lessons? So, okay, so it was on a field trip. Uh, remind me again, where did they go on the field trip? I, for some reason, well, I forgot. The, the Philippines. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my it was God. the Filipino That's, field trip. I, we I called think, it I think you guys had some poor decision-making by taking the children on an international field trip. Well, to the field, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, uh, Millicent's how old again? Three. 28. <laughs> 28? Wait, which one? Uh, Millicent is uh, 13. 13. 13 years old. Where does a 13-year-old girl learn 12. how to do that in a Filipino field trip? Uh, all I'm saying is I'm nervous if I have a 14 or 12-year-old girl in the Philippines, period. Period. Why did you move there? <laughs> <laughs> we did move there? Isn't that where Gogan right. Go right, picked up his diseases and stuff? Of course <laughs> Maybe maybe she hasn't told you the full story, but it was when we were down by the beach area when all of a sudden Millicent just tears off and completely embarrasses the school. What did she do? What you did she know? do? I mean, Everybody's talking about what she did. The more you plead this, we don't know what her daughter did. It's not going to bother. All right, you anything. look, I'm gonna I'm gonna say we stand behind our daughter. We we raised her right and. Uh, uh, maybe you guys need to relax your rules. I'm going to defend what she did right. because I think it was artistic expression. That's I think right. that uh, I think the... that Bonnie's right. You're not meeting her needs, and this is what happens. This is what happens with kids when you bottle them up. You try. It's mind bottling what you're doing. So is this so something you... she learned at home? She, yeah, we taught her. Are you? Are, <laughs> wait, wait. Well, she, she, might just... have, she might have clicked on Daddy's secret file <laughs> when we weren't looking. But so, I... so you're saying that this is a habit that you brought into the house, Mister Brushwood? <laughs> uh, probably. Like, we're pretty open. We're progressives here. We're, this we is vote, something we... you admit to doing, which may be a federal crime. We, we vote Democratic. That's uh. <laughs> Which, so what with, you're in the saying, United States, I... it could be a federal crime. <clears throat> yeah. Really? Uh, look, man, slavery used to be legal, and now <laughs> now it's not. So <laughs> that is the best argument ever. <laughs> and you know, where people have said that this could, uh, could tantamount to torture. Who know what that means? Tantamount to torture. Wait, uh, torture. For who? We've been, we've been on the phone with PETA all morning, oh, dear. begging them for them to not pick it, the school tomorrow. <clears throat> Greenpeace uh, is going to park their ship off the coast. Well, I don't even want to tell you where they're going to park it. All right? Sorry. <laughs> Superintendent Smutty Nose likes to cut a little, little joke here and again. Uh, well, look, we used to live in, maybe it's a cultural thing. We used to live in Texas. And uh, before we moved to the Philippines, and maybe maybe things are just a little more different in the Republic of Texas. Oh, interesting. You guys well, ready I, I, to hear listen. what your daughter did? <laughs> uh, I mean, I already know, obviously. Listen. But if it would make you think feel it, better, tell to us tell what me. she did in your own words. <clears throat> she. 
took the initiative. She showed drive and determination. (laughs) It took dedication and talent. She she impressed. She does she does what she does every day. She delivered. Millicent delivered the goods. And they were awesome. What did you think? (laughs) I doubt it. Let me guess. Uh, Let me guess. Uh, When Millicent (laughs) took off, Brian, I'm going to send you a photo while Bonnie guesses on your phone. (laughs) Okay. All right. Okay. My guess is that she made an inappropriate poop joke. (laughs) Uh, That could be. That could be. Maybe that was all there is to it. Now I'm eagerly awaiting a text here. This is always a. uh, uh, What would you What would you guess from what you heard? Mm, Well, I wouldn't guess that. I think she made a giant sand wiener. I'm thinking she used she was she had the not so fresh feeling, so she used the whale spout for cleaning. Oh my God. <laughs> wow! <laughs> um, I have no. Wow, that's so... uh, that's actually shockingly close. <laughs> you, have no, you have no idea how close you are. <laughs> um, okay, first of all, first of all, I'm not gonna tell you. <laughs> Actually, is this gonna break my brain? No, here, here, life? take take a look at the uh, at the screen. All that, right, let me tell our our listeners what happened here. I can't see outrage that. after whale shark is tied up for two and a half hours so a girl can surf on it. <laughs> <laughs> a Facebook picture of a girl surfing a captured whale shark has sparked outrage among the environmentalists and animal lovers. They named the girl. And apparently this whale shark, this three meter long, okay, this sucker's like 10 foot long whale shark got caught in a net. They tied its tail to a post and then they took photos of this girl standing on the whale shark. Oh, my God. Uh, you know what? I feel I'm so glad we backed up Millicent because I do believe in this. This was yeah. awesome. It's impressive and badass. Fisherman Pablo Trapero claimed it had to be dragged to shallow waters in order to be released, but a resident of the town allegedly paid 100 pesos uh, one pound forty-seven to have it tied up so tourists could see it. Yeah, that's, that sounds I kind mean, of don't like you, what happens. It's a shark. Yeah, it's it's a not slippery okay. slope. Here's the thing, though. It's like it has the word whale in it, but this is not a whale. This is a shark. Sharks. Yeah. What, what happened to the good old days? The summer of the shark yeah. in two thousand one, when we used to be afraid and we want, we wish we could surf on the sharks. Was 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 that really a one? It was. Oh, dude, that was that was what was amazing about that year is like news was so thin in the summer of 2001. The summer of the shark. And I then all know. of a sudden some real news drops <laughs> at the very end of the summer. Yeah, I forgot about You're that. You're like, yeah, you don't know what? Sharks aren't all that important. Not but, unless I can surf. <laughs> oh, well, did they I mean, did this creature go belly up afterwards? No. Or? He was annoyed and then and then went off to in the sunset with a smile, having been ridden. Well, the, the, it did. There was a problem. They said that its tail got probably wounded by the ropes and the, the abuse to it. And also, when you hold a shark still, it's harder for it to breathe because they, you know, they're not a whale. Well, they have to have water keep going. It's not, they're nothing worse than bass fishermen. It's hard to breathe when you're not in water, flopping around on a boat. Yeah, I eat fish. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that would you rather cool. would you rather be eaten? Because uh, she's not allergic to fish. Girl goes down to the Philippines. Oceans in the Philippines. Sharks in the ocean. Our shark to surf on. You all know me. We're gonna need a bigger you know camera. 
I'm going to need a bigger Facebook account. Justin, do we have a, uh, a sponsor? We certainly do. Uh, this one comes from Alan Beardry, who says, Nothing to promote personally, but I would like for you to do some promotion for Game On as <laughs> Sean Connery doing his best gumshoe voice. <laughs> sounds great. Uh, especially given uh, the... <laughs> The timely news. <laughs> if if this if this is a podcast other than this week, come shoes, do a promotion for some other podcast. Thank you, Alan, for supporting weird things. <laughs> well, yeah, and speaking of just, I'm going to do a quick plug here. Uh, the Game On podcast, which features Brian Brushwood and Veronica Belmont, along with some. Uh, comedic contributions in the form of writing from Mr. Jero. Uh, please check it out. It's available on iTunes, and it's not hard to find because it's like the number one podcast in iTunes at the moment. Check it out. Subscribe it. You don't have to be a hardcore video gamer, I mean, meaning you can actually have, like, your own house, date a girl, and you'll still enjoy it. <laughs> Highly recommend it. It's very funny, very amusing. They cover a lot of different stuff from console gaming to the latest iPhone and Android apps. They get some great, great interviews. They just had the guy who is doing the Leisure Shoot Larry uh, Kickstarter fund. Yeah. They get some fantastic stuff. So if you played games when you were a kid, there's going to be stuff you're going to like. And if you want to follow it now, just enjoyable, delightful uh, if you don't subscribe, it's not going to be around anymore. So, <laughs> Well, yeah. it's, it's, it's technically... It's totally canceled. All right, it's been canceled. But, but if enough but. people subscribe, hey man, maybe. Firefly maybe. came back as a $60 million mega flop in movie theaters. And we can. <laughs> oh, I, my God, I still think that we should be movie. using the Family Guy uh, analogy yeah, right. more than the Firefly. Uh, Firefly, I'm okay with Firefly. What happened right. with the, with yeah, I think, the Family I think the Guy? The Firefly movie, the biggest problem was the name of it sounded like a, a women's hygiene project. Fuck, you know? <laughs> It's so ready already this episode. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, no, uh, there we yeah. Just if you want to go get game on, uh, I, I I think a lot of people who listen to this would probably really dig it. Uh, but do me a favor, do it immediately because all the news will be out of date. Uh, it's literally getting more out of date every second well, that we and, do and it. And we should we should no point out game. that that that. Um, you know, Leo has made. So I don't know how serious he is about it, but he's made some noise that if enough people watch it, he would bring it back. Um, you know, so if we are going to go out, it would be rad to go out with a hundred thousand downloads and the number one podcast on the last episode. It truly Which would be. We a were in Canada. Podcast. We hit number one today in Canada. We're the number one video podcast on iTunes. We're the number four all-around podcast. I think we're only behind the, the NPR powerhouses, which always get new subscribers because they have a radio program. You, you know that NPR. Right now, has a, they, they're on local radio uh, telling people to subscribe. They just play their podcasts on local radio. Really? And they just tell people to subscribe to their podcasts. It's crazy. Well, they realize it's the future, and they can be, have a global reach. <clears throat> well, they can also play way like behind that. us because Game On is more popular than them. Also canceled. So I have a proposal for how we're going to punish Millicent. Oh. Mm. Okay. If by pro punish you mean buy her a pizza and throw her a party, and then yes. Right. Let me ask you guys: How do you feel Allergy about free. what do you 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 have a you have uh, your kids are awesome. You have kids that are very imaginative and creative and 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 mischief maybe sometimes prone, which could apply to all of us. <gasps> what? Okay, but. 
Not bad kids. Okay. Sorry. Hello. <laughs> just, just Justin is just walked away, and Brian's talking to someone. So I'm like, all right, okay. Body just accidentally blew my mind. No, I didn't. I you. No okay, name. okay. Sorry. All Bonnie right. Bonnie accidentally made some faces that told me something revolutionary, and I was freaking out about it. And then it turns out she was just making funny faces. Okay. No, I'm just saying, that, like, so, so, like, you know, mischief. Mischief is, like, the kind of thing, like, I, I, I got into mischief. That was a thing for my parents. So mischief is one thing. Imagine, imagine you had a bad kid, bad seed. Hmm. That's hard for me to imagine, but I'll wrap my mind around it. We'll call him Brian Jr. Yes. Okay. Little Brian Jr. Okay, little Brian Jr. is a little We call him B5 around the house. What's that? <laughs> call him B5. B5, yeah. So little B5, uh, like this kid up in Alaska, the seven-year-old kid they think started all these fires, right? Like, you okay. know, a seven-year-old arsonist, okay? Uh, mm. So you try, you know, seven-year-old kid, eight-year-old kid, whatever. They're 12, they're 12, and they're a difficult kid. Maybe you, you know, after they do their community service, you go and try, you know, you take them to the counselor. The counselor comes to you and says, listen, therapist says, I can't deal with this kid. You know, he's, he's set, he's set my desk on fire. Like I didn't give him matches. He rubbed two sticks together. Now, wait a minute. Did they actually see him do that? <clears throat> like, is there any chance he's got like crazy fire starter powers? Cause that would be rad. Oh, no, no, Brian. I maybe he's man, you were like, you were like. Like 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 the the Johnny Cochran of, of uh, harboring yeah. horrible parent horrible kids like you just like any authority figure you're just like uh, sorry your kid rode a whale uh, you know listen I have a hard time believing that that's a crime here like, <laughs> not even a mammal setting fire to forests uh, listen and for uh, the record it was a, give me a photo evidence it was, it was it was a whale shark let's not forget the word shark let me say the word shark yeah. a lot in my defense so. Uh, Little little Bry Jr. is a little bit of a handful, okay? B5. You hear about these parents that have these difficult kids and then decide that they're going to send them away. To, to military like, school, sure. And then when the military school kicks them out, they then send them to... The streets, to live alone. camp. <laughs> to what? You know, like... They like you know the straighten up bad kid camp you know where they get a bunch I of military you said instructors. Fat kid camp, and I'm just <laughs> oh okay. like, like on uh, like on Jenny Jones. Like they would always it. send them to the to the the drill instructor, and they would always have the montages of like the like you won't get to tell me nothing. And he's like a drill guy, and he's yelling at him and taking away their bubble gum. I think you missed an opportunity here because I thought you said to a fat kid camp, and I realized like that's like if your kid's just bad, just be like, here's a buffet, kiddo. You have a fantastic, <laughs> have a fantastic summer. There's all the fat kids you want to bully in the world right here for you. Go you know, nuts. Maybe he'd get it out of his system. He's like, it's not even a game anymore. It's too easy. <laughs> it's too yeah, I'm just, simple. I'm just giving it up. <laughs> so, uh, at what point? Have you heard about the trend, the disturbing trend of parents who are sending their kids to these camps in other countries? Send, wait, no. they send uh, – these aren't people who live in other countries. These are people in the United States sending kids out of the country to foreign lands so that other people can make radical changes to their personalities. Where, where they don't have the uh, laws to protect Accountability kids. or – sure, okay. Yeah. Where do uh, you stand on that? I I uh, look. I'm not going to defend them. I only defend my kids. It's uh, I I'm a, I'm again it. 
So what you say? You, maybe you send him to send him to Olaf. Olaf straightens him out. Uh, yeah, that's like, I have a hard time sending my kids. You send your kid to Olaf. You come. Um, you have a problem, kid. You send to Olaf. Olaf. Um, he accept me. Olaf gives him a pop right in the face. <laughs> and, um, in Ukraine, not so much of a problem. Make not, a... Uh, Against the law, make us. Yeah, you say illegal. You pop the little kid, pop right in the face. <laughs> Makes strong like bull with punch yeah, face. Better, better man. My father, my father. He say, Olaf, you not do your dishes. You clean your room. Pop, pop, pop right in the face. <laughs> I clean it up like that. You make uh, oh, more handsome in the face with a uh, uh, nose not so straight. You think all of the strong so, jaw. So, Bri, you're not gonna you're not gonna drop a verdict. You're gonna be, be neutral on this, uh, Justin. Uh, if I thoroughly believe that, like you can be uh, that you can be a really really good parent, there are some people that are just broken. There are just broken toys in this world, and and it's just a, a chemical issue uh and the best you can do is to neutralize it you can't uh you, you you can't stop them you can only hope to contain them and if that's the case then i think maybe olaf is is the way to go all right uh, uh visible wife you still there yes i i missed the part where you're sending him though so <laughs> been strangely quiet because i'm trying to figure out where where did they send them they sent like problem kids they send them to other countries right. to go to have olaf <laughs> fix them yeah well, at camp. who actually lives in ireland Olaf's <laughs> the weird part. i feel like i feel like it theater. would it would do a lot of good if we could just take our little spoiled brats and go show them third world countries without being kidnapped you know yeah see, no guarantees there oh yeah. hold on I What's think it, this is a snake eating its tail What's situation. That? What do you mean? Uh, with this podcast. What? We started off with goblins running loose oh. through Zimbabwe. Oh, my <laughs> God. Wait, they're escaping. Oh, no. They're bad kids who escape, and they're like, I'm going to suck me some nipples. Ah, teachers. <laughs> oh, oh no. I wasn't even thinking like that. No. I was thinking that you send... You know, like you think snot nosed Johnny who grows out, out grows up outside of Chicago in some like nice little suburb in Illinois, but he can't stop lighting fires to his grandpa's shed. Next thing you know, you're like, sorry, kid, you're going to Zimbabwe where you're gonna be the janitor at a school that's being overrun by romping No, goblins. I think they are I think they are the romping <laughs> goblins. They are. Maybe they maybe that's how they maybe that's maybe it. they're uh maybe they were a band. And they got let off the grounds to do a gig, and they just went a little crazy because they got all, you know, crocaned up. And said, <laughs> hey, we're the goblins. People say we robbed some teachers. We're too busy biting nipples. <laughs> it's stealing all the underwear. <laughs> they keep trying to catch us. <laughs> all right, all right. When uh, they split so... us up in a half, they find a picture we swallowed three days ago. That really throws a poor loop. No, that didn't rhyme. I was Living so disappointed. <laughs> You're like, how's he gonna see this? Yeah. No, I just, I think, um, I think a lot, of, a lot of kids just haven't seen like, you know, real world haven't situations. Seen a Mexican torturer slap them upside the face so hard they can't remember their name. <laughs> yeah. Well, Is that what's happening? 
wait, what? Well, I mean, that's what, I mean, those are the accusations going on at some of these places that these kids, the reason you take them out of the country is because you can get away with much more drastic forms of punishment. No. Holy I cow. Just, no, no, where, where, where are the hot spots? I would like where, to be where's, clear. Where's I don't think this, that is, is the answer. I think uh, uh, they say that, um, like, if you're feeling depressed, if you're, you, you should go out and volunteer and, you know, just volunteer because doing what is good this things for other talk people coming out of you doing good things for other people helps to make you feel better about yourself and then you see other people that are how, suffering how and about then you're like, bop, bop, bop. i've actually heard that <laughs> if you're feeling sinister you should stop listening to that bell and sebastian album the Bell and Sebastian album. I'm not. I'm, and I, I just wanted to say that so nobody thought I was endorsing this uh, bop, bop, bop solution. Olaf, make a man out of you. You come to Olaf, Olaf, uh, you say you do what you do. If you say no, you lie to Olaf. He gives you the bop, 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 bop right in the face. All right. <laughs> Moving right along. We got another topic here. Oh my. Go ahead. So there's a couple. They live in Britain. Uh, Neil and Louise Broner. Broner. Yeah. Their name. Broner. Don't make fun of it. They bought a house because it had a bit of history. They liked this history. But then the problem was uh, they started to get a ghost. Bro. It turned out the house was haunted. Bro, I think there's haunted, a ghost. I tell you. Okay. And they had broner. like uh, <laughs> Total broners. They, uh, you know, like the sink's been turned, like fa- water faucets turn on. It's a mischievous ghost. It's been causing problems. A lot of things, you know, like water overflowing, that kind of stuff. And they're trying to get rid of the house, but the problem is, is because of the ghost. And they know who the ghost, ghost is. Send to Olaf. Olaf, that ghost. Pop, 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 pop. Big ghost. Send you back ghost. Good ghost. <laughs> Anybody want to guess who the ghost is? Oh, where, uh, where, is, where is it? Peter uh, Bailey. <laughs> Hugh Hefner. <laughs> it's actually physically Hugh Hefner. <laughs> Shambling where around. Where's, where, where's, where's this uh, house, Andrew? England. England. Oh, it's got to be the ghost of Sherlock Holmes. No. Like, you are not correct, sir. <laughs> what about uh, the, the guy that went around? Uh, Jack the Ripper. It's the ghost of uh Wow that would that would be a really G version of Jack the Ripper. <laughs> He's just like, <laughs> like I'm a ghost now. I'm Jack the Ripper. Look at me. I <laughs> sure is. Boy, I'd hate to see your water bill this month. <laughs> you know, I used to tear whores up with my knives. Now I just turn faucets. I'm sorry I'm old. <laughs> it's it's Scrooge. Now he comes back and he tries to show everybody the, the I'm the ghost of the mischievous. <laughs> so is this a real person that they're saying this is? Is this a real person? The uh, the, yes. the ghost here? No, it's an imaginary person. It's an ima- it's a real person, but the ghost isn't real. I'm sure. Yeah. No. No. Okay. But, but the person that okay. So so the yeah, ghost now how now many, how many ghosts have made up persons you've ever heard about like oh Mickey Mouse he haunts Disneyland watch out I actually think <laughs> I, I actually think we I need think. more of these because because th- there was like a uh, I'm not against the idea I just never heard of like oh you hear that dog barking that's Scooby Doo <laughs> ironically I would you say terrified of Shaggy would you all the that, time now. <laughs> Would you say that the actions of this ghost are consistent or inconsistent with how the real person lived their lives? I would say consistent. Winston Churchill. Benny Hill. <laughs> Benny Hill. 
I'm turning your faucets, love. <laughs> um. Wait, 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 wait. One of the Beatles? Yes, Ringo Starr. <laughs> He's alive. <laughs> this person died a century ago. Oh, it's got to be Charles Dickens. Madame he's Curie? writing. He's writing his love novels. Um, this person was involved with a very famous tragedy. Louis Pasteur, Guy Fox, Gandhi. Uh, Adele. Abraham You've seen Lincoln. this person portrayed in a movie. Houdini. Uh, now the movie wasn't. He was wasn't just about him. He was just one person among many. But you've seen this person played in a movie. Sean Connery. Um, was he involved in government? Um, tangentially. Caesar. I don't know. I he Alan Turing earlier in his life maybe. Can you can you uh, give us a hint of what he was known for? Margaret Thatcher. Um, I'm going to give you some pretty big hints there. Pretty big hints. Huge okay. hints. King Ralph. Enormous hints. Colossal hints. Ooh. Howard Taft. So he was, he was a big guy. Oh, did I big things? That. Was he was he big big money in the ride? Queen Victoria. Um, I'm suddenly realizing that there are extraordinarily few Brits of the 19th century that I know. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I, I'm not years really ago, up on turn of the, the century famous century, British yeah. people as much as I thought I was. Uh, years ago, be the 20th century. Clue. <laughs> Uh, okay, so I got to Bergerbum. Humongous, enormous, colossal, giant hints. He's a really big dude. Like, what about Henry VIII? You sure it's not Henry VIII? (laughs) (laughs) Got into his time travel machine, went forward, and then back to 100 years ago. One of my wives turned out to be a time machine! Was it the elephant man? No. Hmm. <laughs> oh, H.G. Wells? No. Hmm. That would have been Cast awesome. of Downton Abbey. <laughs> you, you are correct. It is the cast of Downton Abbey. <laughs> uh, dude, I'm out. I'm tapped out. I have no idea. You're, you're actually, uh, you're, you're, you're kind of closer to it than you realize. Oh, that's With just Downton me. Abbey? Yes. Uh, oh, Agatha Christie. No. Hmm. Why? Downton Abbey it starts with the Titanic. It ends with World War One. Is it? What, what's? World War One? <laughs> what happened? Archduke Franz Ferdinand. Somebody said Churchill. <laughs> I said Churchill. Oh, you did? Yeah. What does it start with? Church. Uh, what? World Justin, War One? What did it start with? Oh, the Titanic? World Wait, World is it the captain oh, of the enormous, Titanic? Enormous, gigantic, humongous Titanic. Mm. Is he the captain of the Titanic? Bing, bing, you are correct, sir. Really? Oh, how about 
No, why is it Brian? All right, I need I need to go ahead and take. Uh, uh, you really you wanted us to worm our way to the captain of the Titanic? Somebody who's Brian name got it. Don't know. It was obvious. It's Brian it's pretty it. clear. Think about it. He leaves the sink running. Like <laughs> I said, he's like, this is what it terrifies him. So he's like, let, maybe let me, the others leave. Explain to you, all right. The ignoramus is the clues that were dropped in front of you. I, I you try to use every example of something large other than Titanic, but we'll forget that. I said a major tragedy that happened 100 years ago. What is this week the anniversary of? Oh. Uh, Encino Man. The release Correct, of the original <laughs> Titanic movie. And the sinking of the Titanic <laughs> 100 years ago. Oh, I guess uh. that did happen, too. Yeah, Dude, yeah. all right, so what do you think? Like, he'll, he, like he doesn't just leave the water on. He How do they the know he's running? He, he, he fills up like the ice trays, and then he puts What's them that? in the freezer. And then like the, the people who the live freezer. there open up the, the, the freezer, and he they're like, icebergs. "Oh my god, I didn't realize there was ice here." And then the ghost is like, "Whoa, don't I know it? <laughs> <laughs> I've been there." It's like they don't hear you hate they, it when that happens. <laughs> see, they would just think it's like the careless husband leaving the water running, but they could actually hear him saying, "Splashing water on this place, splashing water on this place." <laughs> Apparently, to exercise the ghost, they brought in a medium who then played Celine Dion's "My Heart Will Go On." <laughs> That's not true. Oh, so, that will that's get rid not of true. that, that would get lie. rid of any ghost. You're right. <laughs> oh my god! Turns out, was not a ghost. Was a goblin, and he raped them all. Oh. <laughs> the old romper ending. Yeah, romper room is what they called it. <laughs> it was. Hey, Betty let's Hill. do some picks, guys. Unless we got another uh, sponsor message. Of course, we have three every episode and. This is no different. This one comes from Tess Fagel, who says, Shut up and take my money. Just sponsoring my favorite podcast. Thank you, Tess, for sponsoring Weird Things. And remember, if you would like to sponsor the show, it is weirdthings.com slash sponsor. Only $30 will get whatever you want read on the show. And now that we're doing them live, you can actually ask questions of us and we can answer them. And it's not just me doing a little live read. So make sure you can help steer discussion and everything by uh, sponsoring the show. Uh, and just a real quick point. Uh, we actually have many, many thousands of thousands of people who listen to the podcast version of the show. By which he means um, they're very small. M-I-N-I. Yeah, no, they're, many, they're many. small. Uh, and yeah, hard to believe that, you know, that many people willing to listen to a couple of talking chimps like us. But there are. No offense, Bonnie. Um, anyhow, uh, but it is a great way to let people know about your your podcast, whatever. If you want to promote your Twitter feed even, want to get some more followers, whatever. Come up with a cool reason, you know? Pictures of my sister, whatever. It's all good. You can, uh, it's a great reason to sponsor ebook. You can promote your stuff very easily. Sponsor the Weird Things podcast. Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, I'll go first since I usually don't. I'll go first with my pick and... Uh, this is a, a beloved classic, an eternal classic for all time. It is now available on Netflix Instant Streaming. And uh, as soon as I saw it, I had to sit down and watch it. It's one of those movies that if it's watched, if it's playing, I have to watch it. You know, like Galaxy Quest is a great one, but this isn't it. This begins with the G, though. I'm talking about Ghostbusters. Oh, Not yeah. Two, but one. One is on movie. Netflix Instant Streaming right now. Highly recommend it. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Um, I'll go fast. Uh, I got two. Uh, of course, Bonnie and I are watching the ever-loving hell out of Game of Thrones. In fact, we signed up for HBO. This will be the last time I sign up for uh, any cable service because I plan to totally cancel cable as soon as uh, the season of Game of Thrones is done. But for the meantime, I'm glad 
that I have it because it's a good show. Peter Dinklage is still too handsome. Also, uh, I'm looking as we sit here. I received a receipt that I assume was money spent by Bonnie, the Invisible Wife, for forty three dollars. Um, because apparently she bought My Little Pony Friendship <laughs> is Magic season two. Yeah, it's not on Netflix, so you got they. It definitely got the girls hooked, and and it's. It's cute. It's good. Mm. It's it's fun. Magic. Uh, just real quick on the Game of Thrones HBO thing. I'll tell you this is you know HBO's model is they they really want to push subscriptions. It's why it's frustrating to those of us that want to buy it on iTunes and rather do that. But you know they they make like seven or ten bucks for every cable subscriber there is. So that's why they push it and they push the subscriptions. That said, the HBO Go app, which is on the iPhone. The iPad, I don't know if it's on Android yet, but maybe it's coming soon, is a great way to watch HBO content. And when you have a subscription to HBO, there's a lot of great programs on there. You can watch every episode of, like, all the major series they've had from Rome to Eastbound and Down and Game of Thrones. So that's the upside is you do get a lot of great content with that. Yeah, and it's like they're not going about it the way I want them to, but but Mm -hmm. they appear to be doing a few things really interesting and right. Yeah, I I, I totally agree. I I would love to just be able to buy it off of iTunes when it comes out not have to wait like we do but you know game of thrones the ratings this they the uh, the premier ratings were fantastic they were through the roof last night's ratings again were super high season three looks like it's a likelihood and, and man you know we live in a day and age where we got people and they've increased the budget for the next you know the season so we live in a day and age where we got people willing to spend money to put great content you know to take a george rr R. martin thing that you would never think we'd ever be able to see this on any screen and they do it and they don't do it on the cheap right Right. No, it's fantastic. Well, and, and the the one the one thing you got to say about uh, Game of Thrones is is as frustrating as it is uh, that they kind of have the the model that they do uh, when they outsell DVD wise every other HBO show ever in in the first week. Uh, you know that's bigger than Sopranos, bigger than Sex in the City, bigger than you know everything else they've done. And the ratings are gigantic. The ratings are are huge. If it was on basic cable, those rate those ratings numbers would be very very good. Uh, you know, it's almost like the the argument for they should they should release the stuff differently is kind of like the you know imagine what Bill Gates would have done if he went to college, right uh, right you know because they're doing everything that they could possibly do. All right, uh, and uh, with Game of Thrones, let me also just say number one, me and Andrew marathoned the first season. Oh, you so did? Are, you, you got caught up? Yeah, well, not caught up because we're now we're two episodes behind. Well, on, I mean, uh, but but at least like you guys lagged out after like the first four episodes or something long time yeah, ago. But now, uh, so hopefully that, and hopefully we, uh, to weird things, uh, we'll get caught up and I'll start writing uh, recaps like I was doing for The Walking Dead, but for Game of Thrones. Uh, and I finished Feast for Crows, so I am now up to the most recent book, and I'm very excited to get on that. But that's not my pick my pick is this as we get closer to the avengers i think i might have even talked about this on the podcast before but it's a book called comic wars which i believe is actually andrews which i have borrowed slash stole um but uh it is really you have no you read this book and you realize it's all about marvel's bankruptcy in the 90s and kind of how it was very very close to being sold for parts but uh you kind of realize throughout the book the the man who had the, the the vision to kind of make Marvel what it is today, Avi Arad, said all this is worth buying. Oh, somebody should invest in this because all of these uh, franchises are worth a ton of money, and the movie rights are really where you're going to get the value out of it. And the concept of an Avengers movie, where you take 
all the IP, all the properties, and kind of put them in to give the 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 super nerdy comic book experience. Like every everybody who read comic books got really excited when Tony Stark showed up for a Fantastic Four issue or Spider Man, you know, uh, helped the out crossovers. Sure, yeah, and and to bring that feeling to the big screen is so much just sort of the ultimate vision that it's so cool to read this book and it's a fantastic nonfiction book the reporting on it is amazing uh you know you realize that from you know it, it, it's it's you know a guy pacing back and forth in his in his office wondering whether or not he's going to have a job the next day flash forward 20 years and you know they sell to disney and now it has a very good chance of being, you know, the biggest movie of the summer, you know, uh, <laughs> right next to Dark Knight and Hunger Games. I, I like the way you uh, you you said that without a, t- a hint of actually rooting for one thing or the other, given the summer movie draft. Because you, you bought the Avengers, right? No, no, no. No, no, no. no, no. Tom got it. No. Tom got it. Yeah. I got Spider-Man. Hey, so go see Spider-Man because he's on the book cover. Look at him. Look at Spider-Man. <laughs> Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. This has been Weird. You want to sponsor the podcast? Do you have $30? If so, go to weirdthings.com slash sponsor and you can... Have Justin say whatever you want. He's a trained ape.